0: And welcome to the Kitchen Confidant Podcast. If you love sweets, you're in for a treat. Today, we're chatting with Dave Lazaro and Emmeline Yen. Dave is the Director of Marketing and Emmeline, the Cake Product Manager at 85 Degrees C Bakery Cafe. 85C was founded in Taiwan in 2003 and celebrated their launch in the U.S. when they opened their Irvine, California store in 2008. The franchise has grown to over 1,000 locations, bringing its delicious Asian-baked goods and coffee to neighborhoods worldwide, and for me personally, is one of my favorite places to go when I'm craving a taro bun and boba. I am so excited to welcome Dave and Emmeline to the podcast. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey,
1: thanks for having us.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you guys. The reaction from my friends and family when they found out you guys were going to be on the podcast was... (laughs) excitement (laughs) because 85C is just a happy place. But I always start by asking, and you guys can take turns, what's the first thing that you ever cooked and about how old were you?
2: For me, I think the first thing I ever made was this Chinese dish that's just tomato and egg, really easy. Um, Tomatoes, eggs, a little bit of like soy sauce, Um, just because it was really simple, something that it was easy to teach. And I think I was about like 10
0: when I learned how to make it. Oh, that sounds so good. My dad makes something very similar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I can remember is uh scrambled eggs.
0: <laughs> yeah, same with me. <laughs> eggs all around. I actually spoke to a an expert yesterday. <laughs> so it was all eggs. So I'm just still thinking of eggs. So yeah. can you That's tell
1: rice doesn't count? Because <laughs> we were right? all we rice from like yeah. three years old. <laughs>
0: I was actually going to say the eggs have to be with rice, right? <laughs> yes. Can you tell everyone a little bit about 85C? If they're not familiar with 85C, can you just tell everyone about the bakery cafes?
1: Yeah. Um, well, we have 65 locations in the U.S. Our main focus is our breads. Uh, we have unique breads that are Asian, fusion, European in design. So there's a wide variety. We have over 50 varieties of breads. And then we also have a mix of drinks from your coffees, your teas, your boba milk teas. Uh, And then what we're famous for in terms of the drinks is the sea salt foam on top. We're one of the first that developed that and it's become popular you know, these days, and it's a trend that's scaling upward. And then, of course, we have our cakes. Emmeline is the cake product manager, so she could tell you all about cakes.
2: I yeah. want your job title, Emmeline, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um uh, my background was in baking, so that's how I, you know, kind of found my way into this. But um, as for our cakes, we have something for everyone, a bunch of different flavors, different formats so to say so we have single serving slices if it's just for one person we have smaller cakes called full months that feed three to four you know a -hmm. pairing and then we have the party size which is like the eight inch cake so and there's a variety of flavors that are more eastern and western combined so that there's really truly something for everybody
0: yeah i'll never forget when i first went to an 85c it I felt like I had gone back to Asia. For people who haven't been, you walk in, you get your tray, you get your your individual tongs, and then it's like a kid in the candy store. You can pick what you want. So it's always so much fun to go and always an experience. So Dave, what brought you to 85C?
1: Well, through a long road, I've always been in the food industry. I've worked for other baking concepts, both at the manufacturer and the retail level, So uh, when the opening came up, I interviewed with the CEO and we just found a natural fit. And I've been here for a few years now. And yeah, I I could see myself here long term because it's a great environment, great culture.
0: Oh, that sounds great! And Emmeline, how did you come to eighty five C? You have a background
2: in baking, but yes, I was just a home baker, self taught. Really? Um, and then, yeah, then I decided I wanted to do something with it, so I applied for the cake decorating position at eighty five C location seven years ago, <laughs> and I've just slowly made my way from the stores up to our support center where I am now. Oh, that's so interesting.
0: I always think it's so interesting to see people's paths to, you know, and what leads them to where they are. What was the first thing that you guys each thought of when you first visited an 85C?
1: For me, it's what you said. You know, we all know the typical bakery where you have the person behind the counter, they help you out. So when I first saw an 85 the idea of the help yourself and getting to explore all the breads... That caught my attention.
2: Mm-hmm. When um, the closest location to me opened, I was a senior in high school. And at the time, the lines were wrapping around the building. So it was just one of those things where, because it was so popular, you just had to go. It was something that you had to go to. So when I first went, it was, I think it was one of my first experiences going somewhere where there was a line to get in. <laughs> Like food products. Um, but right. when you put in there, you can see why. There's just so many choices that it's hard to just get in and out sometimes, especially as a first timer. Um, you just need to look at everything to make sure you don't miss anything because the next time you come, the line's gonna be long again. So it is just the the large variety of things is what got me the first time.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost overwhelming. You just want to <laughs> fill your tray with everything. Yeah, like a mountain. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> We're all guilty of that. The mountain built up on uh-huh. the top of the tray. <laughs>
0: Um, May I suggest larger trays (laughs) so that it's easier?
1: We've actually explored the idea of uh, baskets.
0: Oh, yeah. So that
1: people can fill up their baskets instead of their trays.
0: Right. Because when you go to Costco, think about the size of your (laughs) your little trolley truck thing. It's huge. So you have to fill it, right?
1: Yes. Yes. We'll have those rolling carts. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I have to ask this too. Why 85 degrees C? What's so special about that temperature?
1: So, 85 degrees Celsius is basically the ideal temperature to brew espresso. And ah. so, for our founder, to him that represented the idea that everything, you know, we do should be as perfect as possible. You know, trying to reach that exact temperature, in a sense, uh, regardless of whether it's our drinks or breads or our cakes, you know, trying to achieve that perfection. And so it just became representative of the way we try to do things.
0: I love it. Can you touch upon the founder a little bit more, speaking of, speaking of whom? <laughs> what was his vision behind 85?
1: So if you're familiar with Taiwan and the culture, you have a lot of like high-end bakeries. And he enjoyed those concepts, you know, going to a high-end bakery, enjoying those breads, those pastries. But he wanted to develop it in a way that made it affordable to enjoy on a daily, on a weekly, on a monthly basis, not just as a special treat that, you know, was so expensive that you could only enjoy it, you know, a few times a year. Mm -hmm. So that's what He's always centered our product development around is finding high quality breads and cakes, but making it at an affordable price range so that people can enjoy it regularly.
0: I love that concept because we should have more baked goods in our lives, yes. more than just maybe once a year or that special yeah, occasion. Yes, And it's great, too, because I know for special occasions for myself, like if I don't feel like baking a cake, I know that I can go get a special occasion, beautiful cake, ready-made. But for the times that I just want that little sweet treat, I like the option of having a slice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the sweet or savory bread. So, yeah, it's a great, great concept. Okay, so I told you before we got online that I grew up on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And in New York, if you go down Manhattan... There's like a Starbucks in every corner. (laughs) When will we see an 85C in New York or more?
1: (laughs) It's going to happen sooner than you think. Um, Really? We don't have a concrete date, but we are trying to make our way East Coast. So we're as far as um, going East, we're in Las Vegas. Uh, We're going to soon be in Arizona in Chandler. Um, You might be the first to find that out because uh, <laughs> I've never told anybody publicly. It's
0: breaking uh, news. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we have several locations uh, in Texas. And so uh, we've just built our distribution center in Texas to support the stores there. But from there, we're going to try to springboard into the East Coast. And so, yeah, it's you, you could keep your fingers crossed. Oh, that's so exciting.
0: Yeah, my relatives and my dad and my my brother are going to be so excited. (laughs) Um, So now you recently, actually tomorrow, are celebrating the opening of another 85C here in California. It's in Concord, which isn't too far away from me. What do you guys consider as you're expanding?
1: So anytime we expand, we try to look for uh, family-oriented communities because that's basically who thrives on 85 the most is, you know, the mom, the dad that are trying to bring their kids for treats, um, have birthdays and occasions where they need cakes. You know, as much as our drinks are good for everybody, uh, that's mainly who tends to visit 85, uh, and so we try to look for that family-oriented community and. Concord is exactly that. Uh, You have a lot of uh, young families that are up and coming. And so it was a natural anchor for us.
0: Yeah, I totally see what you mean. And that's definitely the demographic that I see when I go. And clearly, that was like a great way to uh, motivate my kids (laughs) (laughs) over the years. You know, like, okay, you know, after this, we can go to 85C and get a treat. So (laughs) just get your homework done. Yeah, get your homework done, get through practice. (laughs) I love it. Okay, we have to talk about pastries. So I know like when we go, we all gravitate towards different things. We all have to pick up taro buns. Like I mentioned, I like the scallion buns too. Um, What are some of your customer favorites?
2: Definitely brioche buns. that is fan favorite it's been a fan favorite for a long time that's a sweeter bread um in terms of savory uh the cheese dog is really really popular um it's basically a savory bread that has ketchup on it and mayonnaise and also a hot dog through the middle so it's for everybody but we do have a really good assortment other sweet breads um our choco bun is a really good one our milk pudding it has custard inside and then berry berry tail yeah that's That's, that's his favorite berry tail it's Um, A really light, fluffy bread, and there's like a cream cheese and blueberry filling in it. It's really, really good.
0: I haven't tried that one yet. How is that possible? (laughs) Probably because I always get my favorites every time. time.
1: People develop their favorites, and they end up sticking with their favorites. And so it it comes as a surprise when they discover that there's something they don't realize is there. But yeah, Yeah. it's one of those things. And I think that's why we remain so popular is you could repeatedly go there week after week and have different things every time. A lot of people have their favorites and they'll stick with it. But those that like to explore, they, you know, like Emmeline was saying, there's savory, there's sweet, there's Asian, there's European. And so there's such a wide variety. It keeps people excited.
0: Yeah. Emmeline, which one's your favorite?
2: My favorite right now, I think it's a savory bread. It's called uh, French garlic. It is like a really fragrant garlic bread type of bread. It looks like a baguette almost. There's a really good squeeze of garlic butter right in the center of it that when you heat it up in the toaster oven, once you get home, fantastic. So good. Yeah, It's so Oh,
0: great. my God.
1: <laughs> if, you're, if you're a parent, that one is great to take home when you're making like spaghetti mm-hmm. or yeah. any Italian dishes. Really good pairing. It pairs so well.
0: I love that. I'm totally doing that the next time we have pasta night. Can you also tell me a little bit more about your master chef and what production looks like for all the cake bakers?
1: Well, so our master chefs originally developed most of our product line. Uh, under them, we have our R&D chefs who are also developing products under the you know, premise that It's got to taste great. It's got to be popular, but it's also got to be affordable as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things where, you know, we have our Taiwanese mother company and we do bake all of or develop those traditional breads and pastries. But being here in the U.S., we also absorb what's happening here. And so we're a little different from our mother company because we have a lot of products that are Inspired by U.S. trends, um, the one of the most recent breads we made is an elote bun. Uh, if you, I don't know if it's up here, up north, uh, but mm-hmm. in L.A., an elote corn on the cob is basically corn uh, mayonnaise, tahine and a lime sprinkling mm-hmm. um, that's sold on in street carts in L.A. And so we took that inspiration and put it on top of one of our buns. And so, again, you know, inspired by things that are happening here. Our latest one is an impossible Aussie meat pie bread. Oh, no Uh, way. (laughs) So we took the essence of Aussie meat pie filling and then we stuck it into our bread, but also made it with impossible so that it's vegetarian so you know again taking things that are relevant to the US.
0: Interesting. So I guess I just can't assume that if I go to an 85C or here or somewhere else in the world that the menu is going to be the same. There's always going to be something new to explore locally.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, and awesome. yeah, so our US we our US stores we try to keep the menu as close to similar as possible so that there is that brand identity the familiarity from state to state but yeah you're right if you go worldwide you might see things different in china or taiwan
0: very cool i have to ask where the cakes are actually baked are they all in-house or you mentioned a production facility that you've opened in texas so how does that work in terms of yes yeah, so, well
1: from our distribution Uh, We send the ingredients to stores and then it's finished off in the stores. And so we do have what I call cakers, uh, (laughs) cake, uh, cake decorators, (laughs) um, you know, that are making the cakes in store. But yeah, we're when you have 65 stores, your flour, your uh, sugars, all of that has to come from distribution
0: Got it. Okay. So I have a couple of questions from friends and family <laughs> because I just had to ask them what they wanted to know because I know everyone's curious. So one question was, how do you keep the boba in your milk tea bun soft?
1: Wow. Good question. That's a good question. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. You're the product manager.
2: <laughs> um, I guess the not so secret is that while it's has the flavor and textures of boba. It's technically a mochi so it's really similar to actual boba that you would get in a drink boba because it's such a fickle type of ingredient like for example i'm sure you know if you have boba in a cold drink and you leave it too long it starts to get real firm and hard mm-hmm. or if you overcook it, it gets really soft and mushy right. um so we do put the flavor of like a brown sugar boba into it but it's more of a mochi so you still get that chewy qq that's what taiwanese say with that texture um in it so that it has the feeling the feeling that you're you know having a bread that's literally inspired by a boba milk tea
0: that is so so smart and what a great way to solve that problem (laughs) um someone was asking why don't you make more milk tea buns (laughs) i guess it sells out pretty fast it's popular it is a popular
1: item Yeah, yeah that's one of our most popular
0: i can see why what is the most underrated item in your store
1: my berry tail
2: Yeah, clearly. That's a popular popular
1: item. (laughs) What
2: is an underrated item?
1: Maybe our half moons. Yeah, um, there's...
2: Yeah, these... They're already packaged. Well, actually, everything's packaged right now. But um, they look like a literal half moon. It's like a half circle. Um, Some of them have pork sung on it. Some of them have almonds. And at select locations up in NorCal, they have a strawberry one. They don't look like something that most people would want to get but it's very good the cake that it's made with is very light very it's not too sweet but the the texture is just really really good and then the fillings that they put on it also just add to it those people don't really go for right away but those are pretty good it
0: sounds good
1: yeah yeah as far as the breading think um pound cake but Mm. super light and fluffy
0: that's what I love about Asian baked goods in general, overall, that the texture of, you know, the pastries and the cakes are always generally lighter. And I mm-hmm. love that it's yes. not too sweet.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: which yeah. makes it so difficult sometimes when you have, you know, let's say a European baked good. It can be coying not coyingly sweet, but, you know, just definitely sweeter. And I just like that lighter, fluffier. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. fresher well, current, Um I always compare it to the Costco cakes, super (laughs) sugary,
0: super heavy, dense. (laughs) Uh, You just want to scrape all the frosting off, and
1: (laughs) oh, not eating all of that. But but yeah, we're the exact polar opposite. Where someone has us our cake for the first time, they're surprised at how light, how like you were saying, it's not as sugary, but it's almost refreshing. Mm-hmm. to eat versus a standard child's chocolate cake that you see at birthday parties. Right. Totally agree. Added. True. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <It's laughs> sneaky that way. <laughs> Are there any new products on the horizon that we should keep our eyes open?
1: Yes. Uh, I'll let, emeline talk about it she's launching a new cake
2: yes so in late march we are launching a new flavor of cake it is called blueberry cream it is a blueberry there's blueberry filling inside as well as a brulee filling the cake is actually chocolate because chocolate surprisingly pairs very well with blueberry um and it is on the lineup to be one of our mother's day cakes this year we always have a campaign for mother's day um and it's On the lineup, it has a seasonal decoration. It's going to be really, really, really beautiful. Um, But that is what's coming up for cakes.
0: Oh, that's so exciting.
1: And again, she said the unique part about it is that pairing of blueberry and chocolate. Because you you will see out there in bakeries blueberry with a white cake. Mm -hmm. But you rarely see that blueberry and chocolate. And we think it pairs well uh, together.
0: Oh, and then that plus a cup of coffee. and you oh know, yeah, set. Definitely. <laughs> yes. okay, now I know what I want for Mother's Day. <laughs> okay, last question, but it's really it's more rhetorical. Why close so early? People need to have their midnight urges.
1: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and their yeah, cravings no, it, met. It kills us because prior to Covid, we were uh, open first thing in the morning. We were open late night. And COVID changed a lot of that. And now we're emerging out of COVID, but the effects are still lingering. So uh, staffing is hard. You know, it's just, it's a challenge to keep our doors open for 14, 15 hours a day.
0: Yeah. And so I wish
1: I had a better answer, but. Well, I'm- you guys
0: are doing your best. Yeah. So that was just- <laughs> that was just a silly question, but yeah. yeah. And-
1: I mean, even Concord is feeling the effects of it having just opened because of staffing. We're forced to gradually increase Mm -hmm. our hours Mm -hmm. uh, week by week. And so we started at, I believe it was 10 to 3, Mm -hmm. and now we've gone to 9 to 3. Mm -hmm. We're going to try to go 9 to 6 next and then eventually try to reach an 8 to 8 schedule schedule. And maybe even past that uh, as we emerge out of COVID. So I think everybody's excited to get out of this COVID dynamic.
0: Yes, for sure. I, I do miss eating out more and and just going yes. places. So, but what I love about oh, that's more
1: breaking news for you is yeah, we have open dine in in oh. almost 100% of our locations. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh congratulations that's great.
1: Um, yeah, we're we're excited to welcome our guests back. Yeah. I mean luckily we've our guests have been coming even throughout COVID but they've had to adapt on the way they experience 85, you know, it was mainly pick your breads, get your cake, uh, maybe even a drink and go home and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I mean you've been to 85 before, you know how part of the experience is just sitting there and enjoying time with either friends or family and so yeah. we're we're excited to get that back
0: yeah i'm excited to see that happen again i, I think the last time i actually ate in an 85 was i think it was the berkeley location and oh yeah which it, people linger there forever because you're, you've got study groups and mm-hmm. right. <laughs> all exactly. the kids are there but it's just a great place to hang so Oh, you guys, I I could talk baked goods all day. So thank you so, so much for spending time with me. But before I let you go, I just have some quick rapid fire questions that I ask everybody, if you don't mind. What's something that you make? No, 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 no. (laughs) There's no wrong answer, by the way. What's something that you make when you're too tired to cook and you need an emergency go to dinner?
2: Ramen. Ramen
1: yeah Ramen.
2: yeah Uh, i I throw a slice of american cheese on top and also an egg the cheese Uh, is interesting
1: see when you say ramen i'm picturing you like making dough and no (laughs) like like emergency
2: meal (laughs) instant ramen i should have specified right not the fancy fancy
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah uh for me it's Either pasta, uh, your typical red sauce with uh, ground meat in it, or uh, mobu dofu uh,
2: yeah.
1: in the fridge because that surprisingly is super quick.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds so good. What's the one recipe that you treasure the most?
1: Oh, mine's a Filipino dish. I'm um, a baker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so cooking, people think that if you can bake, you can cook. That is certainly not the case with me. So I am a baker, but I do have a, this like lemon raspberry cake that I make. That is my favorite recipe. (laughs)
0: Oh, you need to make it for
2: Dave.
1: We've suddenly got issues.
2: Oh, Oh no.
1: (laughs) I'll expect it at the office next week. All right.
2: You got it, boss. (laughs) (laughs) What's yours,
1: Dave? Um, mine is a dish called sinigang. Oh, um, yes. And yeah, I just, I do it well. Because <laughs> I use fatty cuts of meat. Uh, it's either like pork short ribs or pork, pork shoulder, jelly. but uh, mm-hmm. cut perfectly. Hey,
2: I also and, haven't tried this. Uh, you know what? Hot, hot <laughs> luck next week. <laughs> I
1: don't accept it. But yeah. See, um, yeah. But one of the ingredients I throw in it are these chilies uh, at the end that just make it a little spicier. And oh, so, I
0: like it. Yeah. Sinigang is my brother's personal favorite. So oh,
1: see. Send him down south next
0: week. <laughs> I will.
1: We're it at the office.
0: <laughs> He's going to be so excited. He will book a flight. <laughs> are you guys messy
2: or neat in the kitchen? Neat. I'm a clean as you go kind of person. After I'm done cooking, there's no dishes. I'm nice. cleaning it as I go. I The last thing you want to do after you make your food and eat is wash all the dishes in the kitchen. So oh, yeah. I'm definitely yeah, that's a... That's why I don't. Yeah. Dave believes <laughs> in soaking overnight.
1: Yeah. Dish, <laughs> dishes have to soak in the sink overnight so that they're easier to wash.
0: I half agree with you, Dave, but <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes yeah. happens at my house,
1: but... And yeah, I'm the polar opposite of Emmeline. I'm the messy cook. Um, (laughs) The stove always has grease all over it when I'm done. You're killing her. All over the place.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so so funny. Well, it's a messy process, I think, when you're just passionate about what you're doing. So it happens. Okay.
1: That's what also makes me not a good baker is you have to be precise. (laughs) Yes, Very. And accurate with mm-hmm. what you do. And that's not me. I'm um, throwing things together. A dash of this, yeah. a
2: sprinkle of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a cup right No. There. <laughs> He's spoon. like. Oh, there. Two fingers is a teaspoon. Oh, my God. No. In three fingers.
0: All the bakers who are listening are like, no, no. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, no. they're
2: hurting. <laughs> they're hurting inside.
0: It's okay. All the cooks are like, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I try to share five little things every week. Something that made me smile. Is there anything that made you smile this week?
2: Um, I saw a turkey outside yesterday at a hospital. That means yeah. live yes, turkey. Yes, it was. It scared me a little bit. <laughs> I don't wow. think I'd ever seen a turkey. Where are you guys right
0: now? We are.
2: Concord. In Concord. Concord. Oh, yeah.
0: Concord. yeah, there are turkeys that yeah. roam. Did not
2: know that. Was very yeah. surprised. All what around the East yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, and then two oh, minutes yeah. later, I saw a sign that said "Don't feed the wildlife" with a turkey on it, and I was like, "Okay, it makes sense now." Um, but I did not did not expect it. Wow.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we have like turkey crossing issues sometimes.
1: Oh, Interesting. like wild turkeys crossing yeah. the road.
0: Oh yeah, and like I remember our old house. There used to be a flock that would just kind of walk around the neighborhood and.
1: Hang that out. Is too cold. <laughs> so yeah, I was. That, yeah, that does make me happy. I'm bummed <laughs> that I haven't seen.
0: They're not I'm very go smart, though. So. I'm
1: driving around for the next half day looking for turkeys.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Dave, is there something for that made me, me smile? Something that's made me smile is this thirty-degree oh, weather. No. <laughs> I, The evenings at 30 degrees. We don't get that in L.A. Uh, I left L.A. and it was like 89 Mm -hmm. degrees. So I came here and I'm like, this is beautiful.
0: Oh, Oh. my gosh. I'm ready for the warm weather. So, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah, we can trade (laughs) places.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you guys really quickly, it snowed the other day, like the next town over from me. So I literally went to go pick up some boba and... (laughs) I left the parking garage and my car was hit with sleet and snow. Oh, and wow. It was wild, that. but just in that one spot. So I don't know. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. thank you guys so much. Where can people find 85 C and visit their hopefully local bakery?
1: I would say start at our website.
2: Yeah, we have um, a list of our locations anywhere that's within a certain range of your zip code. In terms of in the U.S., we have stores in California, Southern, and Northern. We have stores in Washington, Portland, Nevada, and Texas. And for those of you who can't get 85 because you're not from any of those states, we are launching a um, bake-at-home program where you can have dough shipped to your home and then have 85 at home so that's coming out very soon
1: yeah it's shipped frozen and I so love you just that. Eat, store it in your freezer pull it out proof it bake it and yell out fresh bread <laughs> like our associates do
0: that's awesome so you know what for all of my friends who are listening that live out of state now you know what you guys are getting for christmas <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a great gift know. idea actually.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm always looking like, for something edible that I can send. So, yeah.
1: Right. Actually, that one of our most popular things these past couple of years has been uh during our mooncake festival. Mm. Um mm. online sales for our mooncake boxes are through the roof because people are sending it to you know, loved ones, especially during the first year of COVID where you couldn't visit mm-hmm. anyone airports were closed you know you yeah. couldn't travel anywhere and so it became popular to send those and so yeah it's a great idea and oh, then this new year we did something similar where we had packaged items that people could send mm-hmm. and so yeah
0: yeah you're gonna have to do more but I'm excited for that. That's I'm so excited for that. Thank you guys. <laughs> well, thank you for spending time with me. I really, really appreciate it. And I can't wait to visit the new Concrete store. Yeah, thank you for having yes. us.
1: Hopefully we'll see you there.
0: Yeah. I hope so. Are you guys as hungry as I am now? I am so glad you were able to join us on this episode of Kitchen Confidant. Thank you again to Dave and Emmeline for joining us today. If you don't have an 85C near you, I really hope you get a chance to try it soon. And when you do, feel free to message me and let me know what your favorite product is. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate it and share it with a friend and join us again next time. Until then, happy cooking.